This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to the Basement Booker's Podcast, episode 202. And if you don't know, after the previous 201, Armors there is here my bro, Jerry on the spot. Let me ask you something, Rich Deriz. Yeah. Do you know the way? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. I just... What, I, 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 I don't know that what accent that is. I don't know what character that is. I'm going to show you later on. You're going to show me the way? I'm going to show you the way. Okay. I'll show you the way. You gotta get, I gotta keep you up to date on your memes because as the, as a member of the Basement Bookers podcast, we have to be down with what's cool. We have to be in with what's we, in. We have to be hip. We have to be cool cats. We yeah. gotta, we gotta go out. We gotta go out to the disco and cut a rug and. Oh, exactly. We gotta go to Studio 54. <laughs> we gotta do cocaine and, 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 and crack. Wow. And not in that order. Oh, shit. Uh, getting D- wacky. D- yeah. Alright, so why don't you, why don't you tell our listeners what, what that accent is, what that character is? Uh, if, it's, um, there's a meme where it's, it's called the Ugandan Knuckles meme. Knuckles from... Sonic and, Sonic and Knuckles? Okay. Yeah. And I don't know what I, it, it appeared on VR chat, which I play a lot. Jerry on the spot in VR chat. If you wanna, you wanna hang, and they just they do weird shit. I'm gonna show you the videos. They do. It's weird like a shit. knuckles with a stupid face. Like it looks like so derpy. His face. Like where do people get their avatars from? Like there's uh, you could search worlds and you type in knuckles and like somebody made like a room where you could get different ones. There's one where it's like Mario, but it's Knuckles' head on it, and it's got the hat on. There's like uh, there's like a chick with like bouncy titties with a Knuckles face. There's a giant Knuckles comprised of a bunch of Knuckles. Why Knuckles? <laughs> it's just when you see it, you'll get it. Okay, like you'll have to see it, and uh, <laughs> he just I'm like Eddie asks, and uh, you gotta say it in like an accent, like do you know the way? This is the way. And it's like everybody, they get together, they hang out, and it's like they're looking for a queen. It's like, follow the queen, which is like a, anyone who's like a female or they're in a female avatar. And it's like, spit on the, spit on the false queen. And they're just spitting. And so they, start, they start clicking, they go. It's so stupid. Wait. Wow. Oh, God, man. But you know what? You mentioned Mario, and I got a little ADD distracted. Um, So there's this new Mario game. Have you? I don't know if you've heard Mario about this. Mario Odyssey? It, that on might the be Switch? It. Yeah, and yeah. there's these people online, I guess like some Reddit forums or whatever, they, they're trying to find the fastest time to get Mario topless. Wow. What? That's a thing. They're trying to see Mario's titties? Because, well... If you look, if you just Google the name of the game, it'll come up. The, the, the picture is Mario running with no shirt on. Oh. Because it's, it's his, uh, like, beach outfit. He, or oh, bathing okay. suit outfit I was asking, whatever. what, did he drop the straps? No, nah, he didn't <laughs> drop the straps. 
I mean, I imagine it, it, like, I imagine if we never saw it, I would just imagine, like, the buttons as his nipples, because it, right. That's the spot, right? Yeah. That's where it is. So, um, I bet you his nipples are the size of the buttons on his, just about, I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure that's, that would be really easy to code. Copy and paste and just change Pepperoni the slices. Chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, it, it's, this is the, like, someone got him, like, the, the first time, the the first, the original record was like twenty one minutes, but like these people are fucking crazy and just racing to get him topless and like someone last I saw was down to like nine minutes and change. Wow, that's it's a niche like this whole. Do, I'll show you, man. You know, You're it. gonna be like, that's a lot more funnier than what I described to you. It's ridiculous. It's really silly. Like when everyone thought you were that kid that uh oh Brad uh, Brad something Bradbury Ethan Bradbury yeah Is that, that was stupid. No, don't worry. It's different. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. It's a lot funnier. Good. I, I guess, I guess we will see. Well, we do have a big show. We have our go home episodes for the Booker Rumble. Yeah. Boy, is it, is it huge? It, I wrote my episode in 10 minutes and, uh, yeah, it's going to be well, extreme. That, that's because you improv 90% of it because you can do that. Uh, yeah, obviously everybody heard last week's the train wreck. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I it wasn't bad it was, at all. I, I, train wrecks could be good. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You ever see one? No. Oh, me neither, I'd imagine. I still gotta see that movie Unbreakable, by the way. Oh, really? You haven't seen that movie? No, I never seen it. I actually heard it was shit, but I was curious to see it, because I was just curious what the explanation was for how he uh, survived. Spoiler alert, Bruce Willis survives a train wreck, and... I don't think it's that bad. Okay. Yeah. It's actually connected to another movie that's... Well, this is a spoiler for another movie. You heard of a movie called... Probably not. Uh, Wait, are they both done by M- that M. Night asshole? Yeah. I hate that uh, Split, it's called... I actually, I don't think I ever heard of that one actually. Well, it's with um. Did you watch any of the new X Men movies? Uh, with the I saw, younger. I saw First Class. Yeah, the guy that plays Xavier. I saw it once. It was he's, so long. Ago. He's in that movie, and he plays a guy that has a mul- multiple personalities that are all different. Mm-hmm. And they, he kidnaps these two girls. Oh, yeah. no, I remember that. I remember I wanted to see that, because that looked interesting. And I didn't care that it was M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. That looked interesting. There's a spoiler in there, but you didn't see Unbreakable, but... So there's a spoiler in Unbreakable for Split? There's or vice a versa? Spo- it's vice versa. Okay, because Unbreakable came out first, so... Yeah, well, spoiler alert, the guy survives. Look, the, <laughs> the, the Unbreakable's... It's called Unbreakable, so obviously he didn't break. Right. It's an old movie. So I'm not going to spoil oh. what happens in that movie, but spoiler alert for Split. If you didn't, if you saw, if you didn't see Split, fast forward a little bit. But at the end of Split, there's a scene in a diner. Do you see balls? Is that why you got to fast forward? No. I was talking about in the podcast. So oh, I don't okay. get spoiled. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry. But there's a, at the end, in the, there's a diner. And there's a news report about something. And the Bruce Willis character from Unbreakable is in the diner. Cool. So it's like connected. Ah, he's doing that. That's fine. It's fine. It's actually, once you figure out what Unbreakable is about, it's kind of cool. It's fine. Because you know what? Like, 
I can't... All I'll say is, my favorite author, F. Paul Wilson, did it first. That's all I'll say. Right. Anyway. Well, off topic, we were. But, doesn't matter. It's a conversation between friends. Yep. So, got a lot of new, we have, we, we have a big show. I was, that's what we were talking about. Big oh, yeah. show. Big show. Got the go home for the book of rumble. But of course, you gotta have your appetizers first. If, let's say you're in a diner having appetizers. You got your, yeah, uh, your french fries. You got your, uh. Fucking quesadilla, uh, things. Your, your, your buffalo wings, mozzarella sticks. The blooming onion. That's outback. That's not an appetizer? No. That's uh, a thing. Uh, and it's Outback only. Bitch, I work there. I know it's an Outback thing. I right. just thought maybe it'd be like an appetizer at Outback. Nah. What if you're fat? Well, then maybe. All right. So our first news item, and this is important to me because I am a fan of this superstar. According to WWE.com, Samoa Joe suffered what Dr. Chris Amon believes is a, quote, plantar fascia rupture, which is a thick tissue rupture under the foot. And if proven correct by an MRI, he'll have to wear an immobilization boot and walk on crutches for a while, which could keep him sidelined anywhere from two weeks to two months. Please heal up. Wait, when's the Royal Rumble? <laughs> uh, two weeks from tomorrow. So that means he might miss the Rumble. Or he might return for the Rumble. <laughs> right. But... There, but he should make Mania. It's just a matter of what kind of build-up will he have. This feels like I thought it was a work because he maybe he didn't want to team up with Bailey because I believe he won the vote. Yeah, I, yeah, I was <laughs> I was looking at that too because also if you remember last week I reported that um, WWE actually two weeks ago WWE had spoiled the voting because they said it was Samoa Joe and then like oh no it was going to be a vote Samoa Joe and this guy and the other guy. It was Elias, Samson, Elias, and I don't know. I voted for Elias. I'm just saying. Because I, I think that would be a really interesting dynamic. Although Bailey and Joe would be interesting too, but. She loves everything and he hates everything. Yes. Yes. Um, so. Oh, the original plan for Joe was they were going to start an angle with Cena right after the Rumble. I thought that would make sense since they came up together kind of before yeah, they went their separate ways. Yeah. And then they would, uh, that would take them to Mania. Imagine Joe versus Cena at Mania. Yeah. I mean, that's good. What does Cena get out of it? Nothing. So Joe goes over. Cena doesn't need anything. Exactly. So it's like you go in. Mm-hmm. See, for like regular wrestling fans, it's like, well, this is very interesting. For us, it's like, all right, so Cena's going to lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause we know Cena doesn't need anything, but, but then again, there were the talks about Cena maybe facing Undertaker at Mania. I don't want to see that. I don't either. Especially after he's like, when he was going in those promos with Roman, he's all like, oh, you beat an old guy with a bad hip. It's like, ah. well, he's even older now that you're facing him. Exactly. And I don't think his hip got any better. So who gets what out of that? Other than, okay, Cena could say he wrestled The Undertaker at WrestleMania. And I guess Undertaker could be like, my last match sucks, though. Hopefully this is better. Maybe maybe this will be the passing of the old torch. Maybe. The Which I thought it went to, I thought he passed it to Roman. No, I'm talking about the old, old torch. Because, like, like the, the passing of the torch 
So now Cena will be next to retire. Right. Maybe. Who knows? Oh. I don't know. I don't think the old man will let him. You're gonna. You're gonna work here forever. <laughs> I don't know. XFL. Huh. Just imagine the hype, though. Cena versus Taker. That's that. I mean, the hype will be huge. For me, it's they're like huge, they, they're, they're two huge names, and you really can't deny that. I cannot deny that the Undertaker's ancient, and I'm afraid he'll crumble to dust. <laughs> and it's not believable to me that he would beat John Cena at WrestleMania because the mystique is gone because yeah. Brock beat him. Mm-hmm. That sealed it. And then Roman went and stumbled his way to a victory. And then it's like, okay, so Roman and Brock can beat him and Cena doesn't beat him. That's kind of weird. Well, then Cena's old. Yeah, but I thought that what he did at the end of the Roman thing was good. And then it's like, no. Left his gloves and hat in the ring. Unless that was a different Undertaker. You see, what if he's back as the American badass... Oh, and then he, the American badass it. versus John Cena if because the Undertaker, the Undertaker retired. <laughs> if you're fucking right, I will be so pissed. <laughs> I think that's a theme <laughs> with us. <laughs> because, all right. So you know what? Then the American badass is undefeated at WrestleMania. That's right. Fuck. Ugh. <laughs> 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 <sighs> That, uh, I don't think they're quite douchey enough to do that. At least not to say that. I don't know. I hope not. I hated the fucking American Badass. I really think that was the end to that Undertaker character. Like, it wouldn't make sense for him to pick it back up again if he left it all in the ring. I guess we'll see. Yeah, we Raw will. T- Raw 25. Yeah. By the way, Raw's actual 25th birthday passed earlier this week. Happy belated birthday to Raw. It's my it's my three hour. That's a golf clap. Yeah, it is. Yeah, actually, this is a golf clap. Right. Much softer. Speaking of Raw, Enzo Amore had to get four stitches over his right eye after being split open by Cedric on Raw. That was pretty cool. That was cool. I was like, "Whoa, we got color!" I didn't see that coming. I'm glad that happened. Fuck Enzo. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously, (laughs) fuck that guy. Did you see um? His episode of Straight to the Source? Nah. nah. I haven't seen any of those. And that's not the one I'm going to start with. Uh, no, I hear you. I think I saw the Sasha Bailey one, but maybe not. Oh, uh, I guess I'll have a lot of time next week, so I'll put it on the queue. True story. Um, The first one... Fuck, I'm, I'm mixing up shows now. Because there's also the WWE photo shoot. It's a new show where they show superstars photos spanning like their entire career. Oh. And they just talk about that point in their career, what led up to it, how they felt at the time, blah, blah, blah. It's pretty good. The first episode was, I think the first episode, no, the first episode was Miz, which was good. It was really good. Second episode was Cesaro. Pretty good. Did he have hair? They showed him with hair. Wow. Okay. That's, yeah. that's worth a watch. Seeing how awkward Cesaro is with hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are meant to be bald. Yep. Jason Statham, Cesaro. They have the same face. Vin Diesel. They're the same. No, uh, yeah, him. But like Cesaro and Jason Statham, they they just look the same. Yeah. 
Uh, Vid Diesel, I didn't make this up. I heard it somewhere, but he's like an egg in a vest. That's what he looks like. An egg? An egg in a vest. Okay, I'm gonna have to Google pictures of eggs wearing vests now. Yeah, you look that up. Some, I'm gonna end up. I'm gonna end up. It's gonna go to some weird place, and then I'll, and then you're gonna and wind then I'll get up ads for Easter porn. You're gonna wind up on Pornhub, I bet. <laughs> anyway, I I think that that's what's today Friday. Yes, that's what happens anyway. <laughs> I could have said any day of the week, and that's what happens anyway. Anyway, actually, it's uh you porn. Either way, one way or the other, who cares? Uh, according to Squared Sirens, I know. Bob Girls. No, uh, according to Squared Sirens, WWE recently signed Candice LeRae to a developmental contract. Who's a girl? Yes, Can- so that Candace- website is about girl wrestlers. I guess I know it that. has to be because a siren is yes. female. Yes, I've never been. I, I actually never been to the site. Well. Just uh, assume that I'm correct. For those who don't that don't know, didn't watch the classic and don't know any backstage stuff, that's uh Candace Wrestling. That's Johnny Wrestling's wife. Is that his legal last name? No. Oh, be cool. It's actually it Gargano. He should have it changed. Johnny Gargano is his real name. He should change his name to Johnny Wrestling, his last name. Yeah, the fans do it enough. Yeah. PWInsider.com is reporting that Gabe Sapolsky, the promoter of WWN and Evolve Wrestling, has been signed to WWE as a consultant and that he will continue his duties with WWN and Evolve while he's consulting. Consult on what? I don't know. I'm guessing 205 Live? Creative, maybe 205 Creative, because they need some. Yeah. Although the one hour format is really rough on them. Yeah. Like it works. Yeah, but they have time on Raw too. There's at least enough. two two oh five matches on Raw, isn't there? Two? Do they have two? Maybe I they, they usually have a match and a segment. As soon as I see it, I just I know. When I saw that Enzo had blood, I rewound it. And I, I was like, What? Yeah, it's like it, oh, it, something happened here. Yeah, it was that it was that like headstand kick, right? Yeah. Cool. So yeah, we don't we don't know what he'll be doing there, what he'll be consulting on. Uh, yeah. At the most recent set of tapings, by the way, Impact spoiler coming up. Spoiler alert for that guy that's watching Impact. That's me. Yeah. For yourself? Um, (laughs) Yes. Uh, At the most recent set of tapings, which began this past Wednesday, Impact revealed a traditional four-sided ring, which they then tweeted an an image of. So, I guess they spoiled themselves also for anyone that follows them on Twitter, which I don't. So, So, they're going back to the regular... Yeah, they so they had the sixth, and Hogan brought in the four. Hogan left. They're like, all right, fuck that. Let's go back to six. And now they're back to four. I think four is good. Can we, yeah, just let's keep four. Let's keep it four. Yeah. Stop trying to be different. Maybe be different in a way that matters. Yeah, like, you want to be different from Money I Raw and WWE in general and everything? Great. Be a different product. You're not going to catch our eye. Like, if I'm flipping through the channels, if I'm a wrestling fan and I've never seen Impact Wrestling, flipping through the channels, I see Impact, six-side ring, four-side ring, it doesn't fucking matter. It's got six sides. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. It's a hexagon. Like, they're trying to to get new fans that have never seen it before to buzz about it. By the way, there's a thing called the internet where everyone that is interested in anything has seen all of that thing. So, people that have never watched Impact Wrestling know they had a six-sided ring forever. Yeah. So come on. You're not, like, 
the buzz has been gone Come for like 15 back years. To cheat to impact because we've got the regular ring. Yeah. Where Things get, are going to change. Where you get hurt less because it's not as fucking hard on the back. Yeah. It's a lot easier to put together, I imagine. There has to be. You Especially can't. since they just fired their ring guy last week. There's one guy? Well, he was the head of the fucking ring transportation. Oh, okay. So he drove the truck. Yeah. Okay, got it. <laughs> All right, Josh Matthews. All right. Here's the keys. <laughs> driving the truck. Driving the truck. He sleeps in the truck. What are you talking about? Fucking apartment. All right, so I have the brackets for the mixed match challenge. Good. Do you want Do you want to hear? I, I want to hear. All right. Match one. Balor and Banks versus Nakamura and Natty. Oh, so... Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Match two. And I, I kind of like how it's mushed in here. It looks like the Miz Asuka. Okay. Versus Big E and Carmella. They're going to win. Who, E and Carmella? Miz and Asuka. Yes. <laughs> They're going to win the whole thing. Yes. Match three, and I love this pairing. Strowman and Bliss versus Zayn and Becky. Sucks with Becky Lynch. Why? Oh, let me pause here. Why was Becky excited that Sammy was her partner? Because he's a heel and well, he's, he's a heel male superstar. There's a difference. See, this is my thinking, and I thought about the same thing. Mm-hmm. She doesn't care. Is she just happy that they're both gingers? Is I. That it? It's that, and it's like sometimes what wrestling. It's like. There's these two different worlds. There's the real, there's a shoot world, mm-hmm. and then there's the K, the, 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 the kayfabe world. Right. So shoot world, I guess they're okay, you know? Well, yeah. But even in, in behind the scenes, it's like him being a dick has no effect on her at all. Mm-hmm. Did you see the video where he, where he, yeah, he was okay. disguised as like a fan and he's like, that's pretty cool. Thing, whatever, blah, blah. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, fuck Sami Zayn. Match four. Goldust and Foxy versus Team Uso, because it's his wife. Yeah, so it's like the old timers versus the the married couple. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, Match five. Elias and Bailey versus Rusev and Lana, the other married couple. This is, boy, what what a conflict here. I hope Rusev wins. Rusev and Lana. Yeah, but Lana. I hope Rusev wins. Because <laughs> Rus- if it's mixed match, that means it's the, if you, you can only do male versus male. They still haven't elaborated on that. I think that's what it is. They're never going to have. That's probably what it is. But they haven't told us. I don't think they need to. They're too much pussies to have male versus female. Because they're pussies. Because it's, it's not PG. It's. Ugh. Fucking Lucha Underground does it. They're not PG. Good. That's good. Everybody knows it's a work. Like, why is... I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's whatever. stupid. Match six. Apollo Crews and Ijax versus the... Oh, what did... um? Someone on commentary uh, called this team the Robemance or something? I don't know. Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. Oh, they're going to win. I hope one. so. <laughs> I, I, 
I, I like the team. The, as far as pairings, I like Rude and Flair. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. They could swap robes. They did. Did they? Didn't, didn't look good. <laughs> it was really weird for uh, Bobby Roode. What about her wearing his? That was fine, but it's kind of weird for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the Instagram. <laughs> so it's a four-round tournament. Now, in the semifinals, there's going to be a second-chance fan vote. So the fans are going to vote, in, vote one of the losers to face one of the winners there. Okay. And that uh, that pairing might go on to the finals if they win. So that's that. It's for anyone curious about that. I'm curious oh, if you know. they they haven't really stated the rules. So does that mean say Miz and Asuka fight whoever and whoever, and oh. Miz gets pinned? That counts as a loss for the Miz only, but their team loses, right? You know what I mean? So Asuka is still undefeated yeah. in women's competition. Right. That's what I was thinking. If that's the case, then they might not win it. Right. David Otunga has been cleared of all charges. I don't care. That's well, it. Oh, shit. Did I say that loud? That's it. <laughs> you did. It's okay. Yeah. So he's been cleared of all charges. Good, great gravy. Like, what was that did he represent himself? No. You know what they say about... Uh, a, a lawyer who, who who represents himself. No, I don't. He's got a fool for a client. Ah, yes. Uh, I have a breakdown of some interesting win-loss records for 2017, if you're curious. Sure. All right, well, let's start. Most matches wrestled, gender, 185. Wow. Okay. If you're not interested at all, let's get the whole fucking thing. I don't care. That doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, followed by Corbin at 181, AJ 179, Sammy 178, Charlotte 173. The most wins. D.D. Ambrose. You seen this? Yeah. <laughs> but they haven't. Right. Most wins. Dean Ambrose at 144, which is a lot considering he wasn't even on the list of most matches. Yeah. Which means he also had the highest percentage. Right. Of wins. That's what that would mean. Second was Shinsuke at 131, Seth at 127, AJ 117, and Roman 116. Most losses. Kurt Hawkins. He's not on this list. That's weird. Most losses. Natalia 131, Nia Jax 128, Carmella 125, Jinder 124. The world champion. <laughs> world champion for what? 200 something days? Something like that. And Aiden English at 123. Wow. Since 2004, the most matches any superstar has competed in was Daniel Bryan with 232 in 2013, Sheamus with 220 in 2012, and Roman with 219 in 2015. And there you have it, folks. All the numbers that you need to know. Like, to me, that's like nerd interesting, but Reading it, boring as fuck. I might just cut it out. I don't know. No, leave that shit in, because that's a lot of fucking work, those guys. <laughs> fucking. It's a lot of wrestling. Yes. Uh, Mike and Maria Canellis announced their child will be a baby girl. Uh, I still don't care. And she's 13 weeks along. I don't care. I know. 
And another thing, listen, I get it. Giving life is beautiful. Carrying a child is beautiful. I don't want to see your maternity photos. Nope. Okay? Cover that shit up and act like you got some goddamn sense. Yeah, cover the belly. You chose the rest. Look, I don't want to see anything. I hear, right? I hear you. Spit it out and then come back. <laughs> Until then, that's just my opinion. If you don't like it, tough. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is a big headline. Let me see. Uh oh. Drum roll. While WWE hasn't made any sort of official announcement regarding this, PWInsider.com is reporting that WWE doctors told Paige that they will not clear her from her recent neck injury setback. God damn it. You see? At all. This is at all. This is Del Rio's fault. God it's, damn it. I knew it. See, what did I tell you? Wasn't I telling you? He's going to end her you. career. I told you, you. You thought it would be like an in-bed powerbomb or something. Something. But no, man. Listen, I was telling you when I was listening to Lillian Garcia's podcast mm-hmm. that she was changing the way she was working and taking her bumps because her neck, like, it still wasn't like... All together. And when she was wrestling with Sasha Banks, she was, like, freaking out because she's not used to, like, being, like, in, you know, in the ring again and shit. And she was nervous because of of her neck. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, they say, like, when you get shot, like, in the army and stuff, Mm -hmm. like, that's it. Like, you're discharged or whatever. You can't, you're out of combat or whatever. Because... There's no way to evaluate how you'll react in another combat situation, even if you're not shot. Yeah, so this is not, you know, the same thing, but, you know, I don't know. No, it's similar. This is an injury involved. <sighs> so, if they, if they end up not clearing her, Sasha will be known as the woman that ended Paige's career. I hate you, Sasha Banks. I know you do. God damn it. God damn it, because you're goddamn sloppy. Which you. Paige, no. Paige wasn't prepared for the kick. It wasn't sloppiness. At least not on Sasha's part. Alright. I don't know if maybe she was supposed to give some sort of verbal cue since she was behind Paige. I don't know. I don't feel like that's the person they should have put her in with. It was a, it was a six woman tag match. All right, but like training wheels, man. Just that it; those are the training wheels. Anytime someone comes back from injury, tag match, tag match, tag no, match. No, I mean, okay, but those are training wheels. She can't wrestle against Alicia Fox for a little while, you know. Alicia Fox ain't no, never hurt nobody. It it went with the storyline because Absolution had attacked. Oh, is that Mickey, what happened, Sasha? And is that what happened, Bailey? Yeah. All right. What about Mickey James? She's super safe. She was in the she was in the match, as was Bailey. Yeah, I'm saying like, you could tag another person. Like you don't have to have that. It didn't so, have to okay. be Sasha Banks. So all right. So it would have been a, a six person tag match, and Sasha just never would have tagged in. Just have her wrestle the other girls. You don't. Why? Have to, she doesn't have to wrestle Paige. So you're saying Sasha's- I'm telling you, Sasha's dangerous. Ooh, now you said it. I did. I just said it. It's out there. It's. I said it. I said it. 
I said it. It's inflammatory. I know. I know. I know. I know. Wow. I know what I'm doing is wrong. I don't think she's dangerous. I it's, I think it's it's a freak it's a freak accident like Finn's shoulder injury like Sting's broken neck. You tell that to Paige. I will. You fucking tell that to Paige. God damn it! I'm so fucking angry right now. I don't like being right. I don't like being right. This is all Del Rio's fault. <laughs> <sighs> well, that's fine, I guess. It's not fine. It sucks. Of Paige. Well, here's the thing, man. There's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we can do about it. Because all we have is right now. All we moment. have is right now and this podcast. Right. We have a voice. You've already voiced your opinion. I did. And I voiced mine. Bluntly. Yeah. I don't pull punches, man. I know you don't. All right, let's hit these last two. Fight me. Last two quick hits. And then we got our go-home episodes. Uh, Ms. and Maurice are getting a six-episode docu-series it's on like USA. hour each episode, though. That's what I read. I, I, I didn't see how. I didn't read that part. Uh, six episodes, though. On USA called Ms. and Mrs. I like that. It's clever. And it will chronicle their lives as they approach parenthood. Yeah, sounds lame. And lastly, Christy Hemi gave birth to quadruplets last Saturday. Three boys and a girl. You know what that is? Four kids. That's a faction. That's sanity. Did she give birth to sanity? She just gave birth to sanity. This this time travel involved here, buddy. <laughs> That's a faction. I know. That's I know. crazy. <gasps> if if I ever get my wife pregnant, and it's like, first of all, if, if if it's twins, they're getting like some sort of tag team name. If it's triplets or more, it's going to be a faction. I just want to state for the record that Chrissy Hem's body is ruined forever, but it's preserved forever on Google. I, I search Christy Hemi Playboy. Yep, yep, yep. I had the issue, I know. Nice. And that is our news. Our appetizers fall this week. Like a 747 flying through the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Quoting Triple H now. I am. That was a great, great line. Man, we were in our teens for that, weren't we? You were. I've yeah. been in my early 20s. But that doesn't matter. No. Because we're here now, and that's life. See, life is about the moment you're currently in. Everything that happened before, and anything that's going to happen, it's happening right now. Yes. It's always happening right now. Right now. There are things that happened, but right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. We got Riz is Raw, the go-home for the Book of Rumble. As always, we start with a recap of last week's Raw. Authors of Pain beat Prezango to continue their ongoing chapter of dominance. Sasha slaps Emma backstage and Emma beats Sasha with the Emma lock. Fuck, this is the wrong episode. <laughs> wow, I'm like, wait, this, no, that, 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 sounds that sounds familiar to me. Yeah. I feel. Actually, I completely forgot, so you could have kept going and read the same fucking episode, and no one would have known. Well, you do that. Check on my chair. Oh, my God. What? I don't know. I, I guess it passed really fast, but 
apparently a 20-year-old claimed the 451 Mega Millions jackpot. That piece of shit. I know. Ugh. Oh, dude. What? The lone winner. Usually that shit is split. And has elected to take a lump sum payout of $281.2 billion. Aims to do some good for humanity. He's gonna blow it all. Yeah, he's gonna fucking buy cocaine. I wanna see what state he's from. <laughs> That's probably why they, why they, uh, refer to it as blowing it all. Ah! Uh, <laughs> oh, Tampa. Florida. Ah! Uh, it's bullshit. He's going to stick it all up his ass. A 20-year-old, quote, retired, end quote, background screening worker. What an asshole. Uh, I knew I should have fucking played. Oh, well. Just want to check this. And now I'm depressed. But it's okay. It's Rusev Day. <laughs> it's delivered. No, no, it's not. It's still out for delivery. Yeah, I know. Okay. I grabbed my phone. God damn it. All right. Great. We're fucking back. Oh, that's I hate hot. that asshole. Who do you, wait, who do you hate more? Him or Sasha? Right now, it's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh. To be 20 and have that much fucking money, bro? Dude, if I... I don't know w- about Florida, but here, he wouldn't even be legal. I can't even drink yet. He can't even get into a bar. What would you do with it? You Well, you know what I wanted to do when I was 20. If I, I said what I said, if I ever hit the lotto, what I'm doing? Yeah, but you're older now. Has priorities changed? You asked me what I would do with it if I was 20. Oh, right. So we're still going to make a wrestling promotion? Absolutely. In fact, <laughs> actually, I was thinking about this last night. When I have time, which means this will never happen, but when I have time, what I want to do, I want to take all the storyline I wrote, or rather thought of, because I it's still all fucking mapped out in my head, and put it on paper somewhere. There you go. Not actual paper. Once you write paper. stuff down, it becomes real. Maybe I'll post it. I should. I I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't. What if somebody takes it? Exactly, because it's fucking. It's some good shit. It's what? Let's see. What I would do is, dude. Think of, dude. We'd be wrestlers. This is like we would be seventeen years. We'd have seventeen years in the business by now. Yeah, we would. We'd be. We'd be Cena'd. I want that money now. What would you have done with it then? <sighs> a lot of hookers, bro. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I know. Nah, buy a house. You know, have cool stuff. Probably have a car. You know, and probably waste it on dumb shit that's outdated now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I-, I would love to have Look, that. bro, this phone has a camera in it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Check it out. If you touch the face, it does things. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. Like, what, what about now? Now? Pay off my debt. Pay off her debt. Fucking get a house. Yeah, I'd get a house. Fucking. We'd get, we'd get married in, like, a castle or something. Nice. And, like, you know... Overseas, probably like a, a one of them Scottish castles or some shit, and fucking. I, I hear Ireland has a nice one. Yeah, too. just like, I guess fly people out there because you can with that kind of money, and like fuck it, could you stay in the fucking castle? Just 
buy a castle. <laughs> buy a fucking castle? I mean, they speak close to English over there. <laughs> it's, it's English. It's, it's a bit of a brogue to it. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, that'd be great. Anyway, let's get back out of the fantasy yeah. land with our millions of dollars. <laughs> oh, Tyus O'Neill? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Titus. That, that just reminded me. Titus, we're worried. You saw Raw, right? Yeah. Did you, did, Big victory there. Did Did you see the victory celebration? Oh, when they were on the way out. With Holy shit, she couldn't be contained. <laughs> there was no containing those bad girls. Yeah, that's her best outfit, I feel. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she's, yeah. Wow. Like, I- I'm not a boob guy, but wow. Like a fucking roller coaster. I know. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Get your shit together. All right, all right you're a professional now. All right. Riz is raw. We ha- we start with a recap of last week's raw. Ambrose asks Riz if he could face both Woods and Biggie in the same night to get his contract and title shot sooner, but Riz declines in his best interest. Dolls of Pain beat the Usos with the Fall of Man. What? No, something God else. God damn it! Dolls <laughs> of Pain beat the Usos with the what's their move called? The final chapter. final chapter. Thank you. Oh, why Riz Fall of Man? Fuck. Because you fucking love the Ascension! <laughs> Dallas of Pain beat the Usos at the final chapter, then the Ascension come out, and let them know that they have a match next week. Emma beat Peyton with the Emma Lock, then tells Dasha she's focused on the women's world title. Mike Rome reveals a potential Blake and Murphy sighting. Joe beats Zack Ryder with the Muscle Buster. Owens tells Riz he wants his US title shot next week. Riz shows the WWE Universe some fan footage of the Booker series Screwjob, which was all corrupted and, and didn't reveal any physical interference by Bray or Dolph. And Rusev beat Aries in the last man standing match, but Rusev went too far, and Graves attacked him, hitting him with a curb stomp before going back to commentary to reveal that he's been cleared to compete and will no longer be commentating. Segment 1. Ambrose comes out to address the crowd, pacing. Last week, I asked Riz if I could have my two matches against Woods and Big E in the same night, and he declined. And then what happened? I didn't get either match. I got bumped for time, he says. Well, now he's not answering my calls, and I don't even know if he's in the building. He tweeted that he'll be unavailable while interviewing potential secretaries. Well, that's just great. So as I leave Aldino, take care of his myself, as always. So Woods, get out here so I can beat you and get one step closer to being back on the payroll. The New Day come out, and Woods talks. Dino, can I call you Dino? Dino, listen man, let me let me explain something to you. Riz tries to run a pretty type shit here. Pretty tight chip here. <laughs> tight shit! I'm too sober. <laughs> sure, there's the occasional mini-mutiny, but all in all, we here on Raw adhere to the rules. Now, as you mentioned, Riz is unavailable. In his absence, who's he left in charge? Who? 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 They all look to the entrance. The lights go out. Lightning bolts appear on the screen. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. The Rock comes out to a thunderous ovation. Fucking guy. He's on my roster. I I know. (laughs) He takes a few minutes to let the crowd's chance of Rocky and holy shit die down before he speaks. Finally, The Rock has come back. To Riz's Raw. 
Now, technically, I've never been on Riz's Raw before. I've been on Monday Night Raw, Raw's War, Warzone, but never Riz's Raw. Let me tell you, I had a meeting with the Riz already today, and I saw some of the potential secretaries waiting to see him. And let me just say, The Rock was really tempted to add his shrewel to that room full of pie if you smell what The Rock's cooking. Hmm. Laughter and applause. Yada yada. Anyway, I met with the man himself, and we laid out a game plan for the night. Usually he's putting out all the fires that all your egos start, but he's got important business to attend to, and he's appointed me his official firefighter of the night. Now, Dino, you're right. You got bumped for time last week, and that sucks, especially since you're not on the payroll. So here's what I could do for you. In the interest of your safety and the future of your career, I offered up a suggestion to your illustrious GM, and he's agreed. If you can beat Woods in under two minutes, you can have your match with Big E later tonight. And if you beat Big E, you can meet with him next week before the start of the Booker Rumble pay-per-view, and he'll have a contract ready for you to sign that will include your tag title match with your chosen partner and back pay from your match two weeks ago against Kofi Kingston. So you'll have been paid for all these matches just next week. That's the best I was able to get for you, man. Well, Rock, first of all, good to see you. Welcome back. Second of all, thanks for the hookup. Now let's get this thing started. Woods is a little taken aback at Dean's confidence that he could beat him in under two minutes, but he heads to the ring to do what he does. As soon as the bell rings, Ambrose is all over Woods with strikes, punches, knees, and elbows. Woods is dazed early and has barely been 30 seconds. Dean hits a big larry and covers for two. As soon as he's up, Dean hits a snap suplex and another and covers again for two, and we're at a minute 10 now. Dean looks up the clock, mutters something that can't be said on a PG show, and tries to hook Woods with dirty deeds, but gets, sho- gets shoved off, and he comes off the ropes with a lunatic lariat, and Woods is down and not moving. At a minute 35, Dean gets Woods up and hits dirty deeds, and gets to three with just five seconds to spare. He gets up, a little winded, but unharmed. Rock, still on the stage, seems to approve. Good hustle, man, good hustle. So it's set. You got Biggie late tonight in our co-main event. If you smell what the Rock is cooking. And heads to the back as we go to commercial. Segment 2. Asuka versus Tamina. They go back and forth to start, with Tamina's strength countering Asuka's strikes at first, but as she says, nobody's ready for Asuka, and after landing a vicious spinning back fist that looks like it might have knocked her out, Asuka locks in the Asuka lock, and Tamina is forced to tap. After the match, Asuka grabs the microphone. Bailey, you have a target on your back. Emma is focused like an arrow and can take out one opponent at a time. But Asuka is like a cannonball and will go through everyone in my path and crush the arrow that gets in my way. Segment 3. We have a vignette. Which shows Ryback training with his trainer Bob Backlund, lifting heavy weights, doing short sprints, hundreds of squats, push-ups, bench presses, and tossing heavy medicine balls around like basketballs. We also see Darren Young training with the Sheik, working on his grappling, dragging chains, and learning the art of the Persian club. Clearly, these two camps are on a collision course. That the Booker Rumble. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Oh. Segment four. Corey Graves comes out in his old NXT wrestling gear and addresses the Bookerverse. Well, as you know by now, I've been cleared to compete again. I've actually been cleared for a few months, but I was waiting for the right time. You can't just jump into the shark tank that is Riz's Raw and expect to get out alive. You need a plan and an opportunity. Last week, the opportunity came, and while attacking Rusev wasn't necessarily part of the plan, 
It seems to have worked out. So I spoke with The Rock earlier backstage, and he tells me that Rusev really wants to get his hands on me. But he's not here tonight, which is understandable. The last man standing match is a brutal war, even for a super athlete. So Rock told me he'd have an opponent for me tonight, so I could shake off any ring rust before facing the wrath of Rusev. Well, here I am. Who's up? Zack Ryder comes out, and he's got a microphone. Hey Graves, I may have lost to Joe last week, but I've been competing regularly for the last few years while you've just been sitting there in your ugly suits with your dumb hair and gross neck tats, calling all my matches. I'm out of your league, bro, and I'm going to put you right back behind that announce desk, if not into a wheelchair. Whoa. The match starts, and Zack seems faster than Graves, but the savior misbehavior keeps countering his attacks with submission attempt after submission attempt, focusing on the legs in particular. Even if he doesn't get a submission, he's certainly wearing the former broski down. Ryder seems to be getting frustrated, and while keeping the ref out of position, delivers a mule kick to Graves' junk, and the savior is down. Ryder positions him for the bootlicker when Mojo Rawley runs down, and with the distraction, Graves is able to get Ryder down and lock in his submission finisher, the Lucky 13, which, according to Wikipedia, is an inside toehold inverted modified figure four. Brother. (laughs) And Ryder taps. Graves exits the ring, as he's seen Raw before, and allows Mojo to extract some more revenge on his former best bro, until officials pull Mojo off a rider. Segment 5. Caleb Braxton, backstage for our weekly Backstage with Blake and Murphy segment, and I'm here with some people who, while they haven't seen Blake and Murphy, they've heard some rumors about where they've been. Joan from Catering, what have you heard? Well, Kayla, I heard they're doing some endurance training on the beaches of Hawaii with David Hasselhoff. Wow, that sounds exotic. John, the audio tech, what have you heard? Hi, Kayla. Um, I heard they're hiking through the Amazon rainforest with kimchi. Interesting. And you, Steve from Props? Hey, Kayla. I heard they've been digging graves with Jim Mitchell. Jim Mitchell, wow, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Well, those are the rumors this week. Hopefully we'll have some more concrete info next week. You don't know, do you? You don't know. (laughs) Segment 6. The Ascension vs. The Authors of Pain. The authors focus on the smaller of the two, Victor, maximizing their size advantage, keeping him in their corner, and tagging in and out quickly. At one point, Victor squirms away and reaches for the tag, but Razor runs straight at Connor, knocking him off the apron. They then hit the final chapter for the win. The club then come out to the stage, and Luke Gallows talks. Hey, good brother. These guys say they're authors. Yeah, good brother, they do say that. And you know what we think of authors? Yepski. And they both say, nerds. Gallows says, so, nerds of pain, we just spoke with The Rock, and he told us that we're your opponents at the Rumble next week. Later, nerds. All right. Yeah. Segment seven. Dean Ambrose versus Big E. If Ambrose wins, he gets a contract and a tag title match with a partner of his choosing. Ambrose comes out, and for the first time, he seems to see the gravity of the situation as he looks more focused. Big E comes out in a similar fashion, not wanting to have to defend his tag titles to Ambrose and an unknown partner. I skipped a word here. That's fine. You can just make it up. I will. Poop. That's the word. That's not the word. Damn it. Big E clearly outpowers Ambrose early on, pushing the pressure, hoping he may be tired from his earlier match, but Dean strikes, turn the tide back his way. They go back and forth, and Big E tries to the big ending, but Dino slides down his back and looks to set up for dirty deeds, but Big E backs off, and they're at a stalemate. Dean then fakes like he's going low, but hits Big E with a stiff forearm to the side of his head, 
and the powerhouse is rocked. Ambrose hits a, a kick to the abdomen, then hits Dirty Deeds. One, two, three. And pending some paperwork, Ambrose is officially part of the Raw roster. Yay. Who's going to want to tag with that asshole? Segment eight. Our main event for the evening. Kevin Owens versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the U.S. Championship. Nakamura opts to come out first, but that's proven to be a mistake when the opportunist of Kevin Owens attacks him from behind, taking out his knee. He only hits the one shot, though, as he doesn't want to lose his opportunity, so he goes to the ring and waits for Nakamura to get checked out by the ringside doctor. As Owens expected, Nakamura tells the doctor and the ref that he's okay to compete, despite favoring his right knee, his Kinshasa knee, and the match starts, and Owens goes straight for the knee, despite Nakamura's efforts to keep it away from him. Owens is wrenching on the knee, but the champ kicks him off with his good leg. Owens locks in a half-crab, wrenching on the injured appendage, but the long arms of Nakamura eventually make it to the bottom rope. Owens is up and challenges Nakamura to stand up and fight him, but the champ can't put any weight on his right leg. Owens sits down on the mat to join the champ at his level, but eats a straight left kick right to his face. Nakamura drags himself over to Owens and tries to lock him in an armbar, but Owens uses the position to grab the injured leg again, wraps the knee around the back of his neck, and stands up, locking in a stretch muffler submission. They have some time of Nakamura not tapping, Owens starts swinging him back and forth like a dog with a chew toy. Oh. Putting more pressure and torque on the injured joint, and Nakamura finally has to tap, and we have a new United States champion. Did you just tap Nakamura to Kevin Owens? Mm-hmm. You love Kevin Owens. I do. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have corrected you with the Ascension beating the Authors of Pain. <laughs> and prove furthermore your bias... Not. I was just tired. <laughs> I was literally falling asleep as I was writing. I started like dreaming, and I'm like, "Wait, no." I'm you get tired of putting yourself over. I just get that tired. you had the Rock put you over. How do you really put me over? I don't know. So I got a bunch of hot potential secretaries. That's true. That's not putting me over. I guess not. Sorry, I mean Rich the Riz, the GM. Oh, but I thought. It's a character. It's not it is you. a character. It is a character. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, how is he putting me over? The writer. Uh-huh. My writing puts me over, bro. Yeah. In a way, it puts everyone over. I'm pointing to the side of my head. You are. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I'm hashtag woke, bro. <laughs> I'm so woke. That's good. I'm This, this Red Bull is making me woke. So, uh, how about SmackDown? Oh. All right. That was that was the end, by the way. That's uh... no, I knew it. That's why okay. I started talking to you. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's the main event, the title match. Yeah. All right. Let's pull up my notes. All right. So this format of Jared Smackdown is brought to you by the last minute, in which I wrote this in the last minute. <laughs> so, Angelo Dawkins and Kane are in Angelo Dawkins' office at. Smackdown's about to start. Kane, Finn Balor's not going to be on Smackdown this week because he's got to rest up for the Booker Rumble. Now, he wanted to come in, but I told him, you got to rest. But he told me that he might have a fractured collarbone from being beaten up so bad by superior bunch of chumps what are you going to do, Mr. Dawkins? I don't know, Kane, but I'll tell you one thing. 
this isn't good. When suddenly, a blinding flash of white light fills the office. Dawkins! It's me, Bray Wyatt! And I'm talking funny because I'm sick. I've come to you with an offer. I can heal Finn Balor's wounds. For you. For you see, I am a magic man. A shaman of healing. Dolph Ziggler and I. The reborn Dolph Ziggler. Will join me and together we will heal him. I ask only one thing of you. I'm really confused here, Bray. I don't know what's happening. I just, I really hope you could uh, elaborate. Because we have a show that needs to go. What do you want? I want a match. At the Book of Rumble. Against Cesaro. If Cesaro loses. He will have to join. The born Dolph Ziggler and I. In our. Congregation. Why would I agree. To put a Cesaro. Into indentured servitude to you. Because. I know. You want this main event. The Bookiverse. Wants. This main event. They want. Finn Balor. Versus Baron Corbin. For reasons I cannot explain. Kane looks at Dawkins. I think this is a good idea. Of course you think this is a good idea. Did you kill your parents in a fire? I was never convicted. That's not the point. What do you have to lose? If you believe in Cesaro's abilities. Then this should be a no brainer. It's win win. I'll allow this. Alright, Wyatt. You've got a match. If Finn Balor is healed up enough to fight Baron Corbin at the Book of Rumble, then the stipulation is on. Okay. Now, down to business. I need you to let everybody know, Kane, that since the Book of Rumble is next week, and since SmackDown has won the right to choose... The number 30 participant, there will be a series of matches to determine who gets the coveted spot. Thus, that's right, I say thus now, a higher chance of winning. And that first match, it starts now. And what I call the journey to 30 Tony. Match number one. It's Kid Kayak versus No Way Jose versus Andrade Cien Almas in a triple threat match to move on in the tourney. Kid Kayak defeats No Way Jose and Andrade Cien Almas. Because who cares? The point is, Kid Kayak won that match and he moves on. Kid Kayak heads to the back exhausted. Dawkins... Why did you have me in a triple threat match to advance? It seems a little bit unfair. I, from what I understand, the rest of these matches are one-on-one. -on -one. I knew you'd say that, Kid Kayak, but let me tell you, I believe in you so much that I trusted you to win that match. 
And besides, I can't show any unfair treatment. So, as I've said before, you got to work just a little bit harder than everybody else. And look what happened out there. Those two guys have such egos that they went after each other and didn't think you were a threat. And they ignored you. And that allowed you to pick the bones and get the cover on No Way Jose. You should be thanking me. You know what? You're right. Thanks. I need a nap. Match two. It's next. It's Triple H versus Chris Jericho in the journey for 30 Tourney. <laughs> yes. <The> Jurassics. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the main reason uh, that they're, they're in here because they're older. So, uh. They're in their spots 20 years ago. Damn it. Triple H, uh, he hits the, they fight and stuff. You know, Triple H does all the moves. Chris Jericho does all his moves. Uh, Triple H hits the pedigree on Chris Jericho, uh, to advance in the tournament and he'll face Kid Kayak in the semifinal match. Chris Jericho argues with the referee that the count was fast. It wasn't. Liv Morgan shows up at ringside and gives Chris Jericho a low blow. <laughs> Match number three. It's Braun Strowman versus The Big Show. And Braun Strowman beats The Big Show. <sighs> yep. Cesaro storms into Dawkins' office. Dawkins, what kind of craziness is this? You're agreeing... To this stipulation, that if I lose to Bray Wyatt, I have to join his team? It's not right. I'm sorry. Congregation. It's a cult. You can't put me in a cult. Cesaro, you already have the haircut for a cult member. That's step one. You're already in. I'm not here to joke around with you, Dawkins. Don't forget that I'm pound for pound the strongest man in the WWE. No less, your SmackDown show. Hey, man, there's no need for threats. See, I'm the GM here. And if Wyatt is telling the truth, then the stipulation goes through. But, since I have so much confidence in you, I'll even allow you to add your own stipulation to the match. Since we won't know until the Book of Rumble, You'll have time to think about it. And on top of that, I'll even allow you to compete in the Book of Rumble if you want. That sounds good. I'll see you at the Book of Rumble. Cesaro storms out. Match number four in the tournament. I forgot what I said. Tourney 30, dirty, 30. The, the, the journey to 30 torty. The <laughs> yeah, journey a- for thor- 30 torty. Anyway, uh, it's John Cena versus the great white Sheamus. And, uh, yeah, Cena wins. So Cena's gonna face off against Strowman in the semifinals. Wow. Yeah. Superior appears on the big screen. These past couple of weeks were only the beginning. You see, in my hand, I have three contracts. 
And if you zoom in, camera fool, they're signed by the chairman, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. You see, Vincent Kennedy McMahon knows that superior equals ratings. And at the Booker Rumble, everything is going to change. Right, boys? We see Aleister Black, who nods in agreement. And then the third man, unmasked. And it's Alberto Del Rio, no longer missing and presumed dead. Wow. See you at the Booker Rumble, Bedells. <laughs> Dawkins and Cade look at each other. Mr. McMahon has lost his damn mind. Match five. Kid Kayak versus Triple H is what a contest. You know, Kid Kayak, the youthful, uh, eccentric, uh, sometimes troubled, uh, very confused. That's the situations he finds himself in lately. Uh, he, he's, uh, able to, uh, out quick Triple H, but Triple H is just really strong. He hits a spine buster on him. And then, uh, Kid Kayak, He's gonna, he, 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 wait, what happened? Did I say he hit the pedigree on him? No, Spine no, Buster. Spine okay. Buster. Let's start to so. <laughs> so Triple H hits a Spine Buster on Kid Kayak when all of a sudden Liv Morgan's at ringside and she, she's, she's trying to get the ref's attention and, and Kid Kayak is, is basically down for like a five count and the ref's like, what are you doing? Get out of here! You know who I'm talking about. That's Derek Morgan. It's my favorite. <laughs> Get out of here! What are you doing? Liv Morgan jumps off the apron, and and uh, Kid Kayak and Triple H is still fighting. Triple H is is about to hit the pedigree on Kid Kayak when Kid Kayak slips out and uh, he goes out of the ring. When Liv Morgan just slaps him right in the mush. Thus causing a disqualification. Huh. And Kid Kayak advances even further in the journey for 30 tawny. Triple H is obviously pissed. And he's like arguing with Liv Morgan. They argue to the back. Match six. John Cena beats Braun Strowman. And he's in the final. But wait. Braun Strowman is pissed that he lost, and he starts attacking Cena. He hits him with the steel steps, cause he's angry. And and the security comes out, and they're and they're they're, 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 they're getting get out of here, Strowman! Get out of here! <laughs> get him out of here! Get him out of here! Uh, and and Strowman, he's got his arms up, and he laughs, cause he thinks he thinks Cena's. Not gonna make it to the match to the final against Kid Kayak. Cena flips him off as, uh, the security, the mountain of security guards have to move the mountain among men out of the arena. And John Cena says, but when the ref asks him, you wanna fight? You gonna do this? Cena says, he'll whoop Kid Kayak's punk ass. Half strength or not. Kid Kayak heads to the ring, looking optimistic yet terrified. After all, this is John Cena. 
He's won the championship a lot of times and almost killed killed Finn Balor, who is uh, definitely a better wrestler than Kid Kayak. Uh, so uh, it's actually Kid Kayak's doing a pretty good job against John Cena, seeing as John Cena is a veteran, but he he got he was just in a fight with Braun Strowman and he got hit with steel steps. So Kid Kayak. Uh, he hits a paddle kick on John Cena, but John Cena kicks out. Kid Kayak's like, I don't know what to do. I guess this is it. And he's getting ready uh, when uh, John Cena's about to hit the, he's going to hit the AA when the referee is distracted. It's Liv Morgan again. What is this? What is this lady doing? Why is she always involved in Kid Kayak's matches? Kid Kayak manages to get out of the AA and uh he does a uh chop block woo on uh on uh John Cena. Uh John Cena uh is gonna go for, for another AA because Kid Kayak is just he he's out of it, this this guy. When Liv Morgan slides a steel chair in and the ref he's like he slides the chair out He's like, what are you doing? Get out of here. I got a sore throat over here. What is this lady doing here? Get out. Kid Kayak sees his opportunity and, uh, well, he really wants to be number 30. So he hits John Cena with a low blow. <laughs> Cena doubles over in pain right in the C-Nations. And, uh, Liv Morgan has not left ringside. So, Kid Kayak goes for the cover on John Cena when Liv Morgan pulls Kid Kayak's leg out out of the ring and just kicks him right in the dick. Thus causing John Cena to be disqualified. And Kid Kayak is now the number 30 as he won the journey the journey to 30 tourney. Liv Morgan Blows Kid Kayak a kiss as she exits the ramp and we fade to black. What the fuck? So she's crazy. I think she might be crazy, or maybe she's not crazy. Or maybe she's just crazy. She's crazy. I think she's crazy. Maybe. Who's Cause, to say? Because he would have won, but she's like, no, 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 not like that. You get here, I'm going to kick you in the dick, and you're going to win. Like that. It's not right, though. Well, why would you kick somebody in the dick like that? She's crazy. Maybe. Maybe. But boy, it's Book of Rumbles next week. We have our number 30. You have your number 30. Who's your number one? That's what the uh, pre-show talent meeting is Oh. Uh, I hope you were able to follow all that, because I couldn't. Yours? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean the whole the whole thing was the was the the journey for thirty tourney, plus Bray Wyatt crazy and Finn Balor collarbone and yeah, I had to like I the last two episodes were very Finn Balor heavy, and he's got to be able to wrestle at the Book of Rumble realistically. Yeah, magic. So, bit of a preview. For the, for the Book of Rumble, Riz's Raw pre-show talent meeting, 
it will have the Dean Ambrose contract signing, as well as the announcement of, at minimum, the number one entrant. We're fucked. We're fucked? What about the global champion, AJ Styles? Where is he? That's a good question. And Free show talent meeting. Check it out. Okay, so I have... It'll, it'll be on the, the Bookiverse Network. Allegedly. Go to bookiversenetwork.com. Start your, start your free subscription for only $9.99 a month. It's not a real website. Listen. <laughs> so, tentatively, we have... I have a triple threat for the Women's Championship. Mm. I have maybe Baron Corbin versus Finn Balor right. for the WWE title. And maybe Bray Wyatt versus... Cesaro. Baron, Cesaro, that was it. So, that's three for me. Maybe. What do you do? You, you're going to have maybe a global championship match. And maybe a tag a global team title match. Tag team match. Maybe tag team title match. So, that's six matches and the Rumble. How the fuck are we doing that shit? Well, I figure we'll figure that out. That, like, they don't need to be in the decision here. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Um, no, I know. All right, but that like as soon as we're as soon as we shut this off, put the mics away. It's like we'll be like, fuck, what are we doing? What the fuck? <laughs> how the how do we paint ourselves into this fucking corner? I don't know. What did we do <laughs> last year? Nothing. There was no book of rumble. Nope. This is the first. Shit. Does that anything we need to discuss? Oh, uh, SmackDown. I wanted to discuss the tag team titles. I wanna I wanna discuss Gable and Benjamin. That's what I wanted to discuss. Why are they heels? That's what I said. Since when are they heels? I, I this was a complete first for me. I I, I I asked my buddy at work Mark. And he's like, Well, they they were heels last week and I'm like Were then, they? Then it was really, 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 really subtle because I didn't notice it at all. They weren't. I didn't think they, they were. They were just a team wanting to be tag team champions. Yeah. And who shows the faces now? Apparently. First of all, why is it that instant replay is all of a sudden a thing? Shouldn't be. That was bullshit. Or uh, a ref running from the back? Yeah. It's all bullshit. It is. Oh, obviously. Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah. like, there's no precedent for that. There's been plenty of times where, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, it, it, it's a, it's just a spin on the old Hebner trick. Yeah, but, like, they did this once before. Not so much an instant replay, but remember when shot, when, uh, Nikki Bella was going on to be like the longest reigning women's champion? Mm-hmm. And Charlotte wrestled her, and she pinned her, but she didn't pin her. It was Brie who stuffed her fucking right. shit. Yeah, and the ref's like, "Oh no, that you? Oh no, Stephanie's like, oh, you didn't pin her, so you're not the champ." Yeah. By the way, I wouldn't mind being, being some Kleenex, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, so, so there's a lot of things I wouldn't mind being. Yeah, you would just be underwear. Mm. But Nikki doesn't wear panties. Yeah, I know. That's why I would just be uh, sort of cylindrical. Like she really doesn't. No, I know. So, so you watch Total Divas? No. Yeah, I she, know there was one. 
Oh. She just doesn't. I, I think I see like She one mentions episode. it. Like a lot of times she's like, like, I'm not wearing any panties. Jesus Christ. That's... You're supposed to be a role model for kids! What are you doing? Does she ever say why? Maybe she doesn't like panty lines. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she likes feeling the freedom. Maybe it's freedom. It's not it, like no. It's, I don't know. Alright. If she if she wasn't wearing a bra, that would be freedom. Right. Cause, you know, shit that's normally all fucking tucked up can swing. We if we go ball if we go fucking commando, that's freedom, because shit's swinging. But that's just like I You know what what she's working with down there. Well, I know. But like, you know G string. Maybe she doesn't like the comfort. Thong? I don't know. I don't know. I never wore one. Do you know the purpose of underwear? To protect your bits? To protect your clothes. From your bits? From any extraneous bodily fluids. Oh. So, if she's not 100% dry when after coming out the ladies' room, that's just on her pants. Or dress. Or whatever. It's, it's, that's what she's wearing when that... Wow. Yeah. That's what I'm saying! Be a, be a set of stairs. Maybe that's one of John Cena's house rules. Can't wear underwear. <laughs> Interesting. Like, it's, it's very... It's very... Obviously, it's very different. Because, like... I've tried, and it's it, it doesn't work. It's just too... Yeah, I too can't much do going it. on. I can't do There's it. There's literally just too much going on. I can't do it. I'm always afraid, like mm-hmm. when I'm zipping. You know, that too. To quote Kramer, "My boys need a house." That's happened before. Yeah. Oh, not to me, thankfully. I'm sorry, bro. It's not a good thing. I I will take your word for it. Thank you. Well, I, yeah. I don't know anything else that happened. I'm trying to think, like, if there's anything that kind of annoyed me. That bothered. I I fucking highlighted in my in red in my notes because I'm like, what is this? Yeah, like it was way too abrupt. Like I was the that the the shirt Gable was wearing hashtag free the tag titles. I popped for that, and then they come out as heels and. No, oh, I I. They I have was, a legit gripe. Absolutely. Well. And- why is it that the referee's decision is final? He said the referee's decision was final. Okay. The ref counted three. Yeah. That was final. Mm-hmm. So which ref's decision is final? Right. First ref or second ref? Right. It should be the first one. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's, that's the thing where they write themselves into a corner. You can't say that. If the ref's decision is final, then that's it. They're the tag team champions. You give the Usos a rematch next week and you get the titles back on them. How, like... Who says this is a good idea? Does Vince think it's a good idea? I don't even does, know if he cares. Does he really think that makes good TV? Oh, let's, like, yeah, it's all scripted, but let's completely get rid of all the rest credibility. We gotta get that rule book. They, they have a rule book. I know, that's what I'm saying, we gotta get that rule book. Thinking about it. Fucking stupid, man. Anyway. That bothered me. Um... Nia Jax attacking Asuka made no sense because there's a backstage segment. Yeah, where uh Alexa Bliss tries to tell her that Asuka said some shit about her. Yeah. Now, 
But Asuka does speak English. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, she speaks some English. Yeah. But that's not... The point is, Nia is like, she doesn't speak English. So, I thought what she said, that is like, Alexa Bliss is lying. But then what if maybe Nia Jax realized that Alexa Bliss is right, and Asuka is seriously the biggest threat in the Rumble match? That's true. So, maybe... So maybe Alex, maybe Nia is thinking, I'm not doing it for Alexa Bliss, I'm doing it for me. But. That's a good heelish. The Royal Rumble is not a one-on-one match. Of course, but Asuka is still the biggest threat. Realistically, maybe besides Nia Jax and Tamina. And Charlotte. Did you say Tamina? I did say Tamina. Are you alright? She's pretty, listen, I'm not, listen, I'm not saying she's gonna go on and have the opposite of Kurt Hawkins' win-loss record. By the way, that's over. Is it? He was supposed to be undefeated in 2018. Oh, no, I'm saying like he's... And he got beat by Woken Matt Hardy. That's gonna keep going. But I'm saying no, like... No, I'm just saying. She, like, she might not She might not rack up the wins, but she's beastly. She's strong. She is beastly. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, she, like... She's a threat. Nia Jax is definitely prettier than Tamina. Definitely. I'm telling you right now. By a lot. It's fucked up. We're like comparing cousins. I know. But whatever. Does that mean we went off the rails? Hey, is Daniel no. Bryan a heel? They're turning him. It wasn't in the news because it's it's going to just come up. But with his contract running out and knowing that he's going to go work elsewhere and probably wrestle, they want to turn him heel so that he'll be less valuable elsewhere. That's not going to work. Did you hear about the All In show? Yeah, I did. Uh, You might not care, but maybe our listeners will. You know, Stephen Amell is All In. He is. So this All In thing is um, someone, uh, I think Dave Meltzer said that, someone, I'm sorry. One of those nerds. One of the um, big wrestling names on the internet. Claimed that Ring of Honor will never sell out a 10,000 seat arena. Mostly members of the Bullet Club, Cody, um, Young Bucks, mm-hmm. uh, Marty Skrull. Yeah. A couple others, I think, also got together. Kenny. Kenny Omega. I wasn't positive if he was in it. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. Kenny Omega got together with their own money. They are, and this is not a work, with their own money. They are booking a 10,000-seat arena. The way they're promoting it, it looks like it's going to happen September 1st. And they say they will sell it out. Depending on where it is, yes, they will. I really think they will. It's just that maybe tickets shouldn't be too much. Maybe at most 150 or 200 for ringside. I think they'll do it. I think they can do it. They might end up taking a financial loss, but it's their money, not Ring of Honor's. And I think Ring of Honor will just immensely appreciate it that they'll take care of them somehow anyway. they probably get Chris Jericho, bro. They could. He's not on the contract. That's right. I think this is probably the biggest thing to happen for Ring of Honor. And you know what? Just some idiot online. I'm sorry, not this guy online who has this opinion that they won't, they would, who flat out said they'll never do it, that's going to make it happen. Yeah, because people want to be a part of something. Mm-hmm. And Ring of Honor fans are like 
the old school ECW fans. Like, they will go, they will travel. If you build it, they will come. Garuch used to tell me about him taking the bus from Staten Island to Philly for ECW shows. Mm. So, yeah, they'll go. I don't know if it's going to be the U.S., I don't know if it's going to be overseas, but... Probably be in the U.S. Maybe, probably. Are you all in? I'm all in. If it's in the area, I'll go. All right, great. 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 So wait a second. If Paige can't wrestle anymore, is she just going to be like the manager? Yes. Oh, well. Such a bright, shiny career. Young and... Sorry. I was thinking something else. Yeah. All right. Let's fucking wrap this bitch up. Yep. Check out the announcements. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> We've reached the end of this exciting episode of the Basement Bookers podcast. And both Rich Deriz and Basement Chair really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to leave a five-star review for us on iTunes. You can catch us on Stitcher and wherever podcasts are available feel free to check out the Basement Booker's Facebook page. Head over to Twitter if you want to contact us directly. It's the best way. Richter is R-I-C-H-T-H-E-R-I-Z and Basement Jer. It's like Basement Jerk, but you take out the K. Thanks for listening, everybody. And the match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the-